This is 680 CJOB. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the main ingredient as the water falls on you, Angie. There. It's very bizarre. Uh, it's Kevin Bergen here. We're at the Forks. I'm with Angie from Bindi's Caribbean Delights. This is like your, your main ingredient bed in also. This is your second time, right? How's yeah. it going? Good. How are you? I'm very good. And Jam Peg. I'm with Shana Natalia. Did I say those right? Yes. 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 I'm, 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 I'm looking at the wrong person. You're like... <laughs> All right, so we are here to talk about, you know, first let's give a little bit of background on what Jampeg is. Okay, so Jampeg Entertainment, um, our official name, we are an arts and events company. Um, It was started by myself and Natalia in 2019 officially. Um, One of our premier focus or prime focus is to bring to Winnipeg the Caribbean Food and Rum Festival. Mm -hmm. It will be the first of its kind here in Winnipeg. And (laughs) you calm down over there. (laughs) So for us, um, we saw the opportunity to bring something new and fresh to Winnipeg with a Caribbean flair. Like we we're both new, relatively new to Winnipeg. And having, you know, been here, we realized that there wasn't that element of that Caribbean feel or events that were targeted solely towards, you know, showcasing elements of the Caribbean. And we thought that it would be a good opportunity for us to bring that um, space and that element here in Winnipeg for people in the arts, the creatives to have a space where they could showcase their products that they're selling and also their talents. So that led to the birth of Jampeg Entertainment. Yeah, so that's why um, you have Jam, as in quote-unquote Jamaica, and Peg for the Winnipeg. Because one of the things we found is that you kept hearing, oh, this used to happen and that used to happen. But what about now, right? Mm-hmm. And we found that the uh, Caribbean community here is growing. Not only was, but it, it is growing, right? And um, we, we, we felt the need for something that would bring the Caribbean culture here, but not just the culture, not just to bring the culture here, but also... Um, to bring together the two cultures, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the Caribbean Food and Rum Festival will be uh, an, infusion. an infusion of the cultures, right? Mm-hmm. So we want to showcase Caribbean talent, Caribbean art, but we also want to showcase what's here too, right? And bring the two together. Got know? it, so, got yeah. it. What path did you guys take to Canada? You said you're relatively new to Canada. What is relatively new? Um, I came here as an international student uh, back in 2016, mm-hmm. And from is, where? From where? From, from Jamaica, of got, course. Got it, got it. <laughs> got it. Sorry. I'm, how dare I? <laughs> yeah, so I'm here from Jamaica with my family, my husband and two, two kids. Well, one at the time. Yep. Um, there's a new addition. So, yeah, there are four of us here. But that was the path that I decided to take to get here um, in Canada. I always tell people I didn't choose Winnipeg. Winnipeg chose me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it kind of <laughs> happened. Um, Believe me, I know the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Just like most other persons or a lot of people want to go to the big cities. Um, not that I wanted to go to the big city, but it's the big city that I knew of. Mm-hmm. But then um, just learning about Manitoba and Winnipeg, you know, I kind of landed here and I'm, I'm quite fine. Like I have no plans to go to the big city. I'm quite fine here. So you know what? 
why not make home home you know so you know bring that element that you can still live and enjoy enjoy your life here your yeah. turn well for me um so i'm originally from jamaica as well but i lived in barbados for 10 years so barbados is a much smaller um country to jamaica so but it's awesome it is yeah. it is beautiful yeah. love the beaches that's yeah, nice <laughs> so for me like making the move to winnipeg i mean the climate is totally different but oh, in terms yeah. of that small community element i it was an easy transition for me mm-hmm. like a lot of my friends they were like oh why didn't you go to toronto or this place but i didn't want because i have a family of two young kids under eight eight and under so mm-hmm. i still wanted to have that city feel but still in an element where you felt in control you're not rushing all the time so for me winnipeg had that good balance of city life but still balanced enough to control right so, yeah, yeah. no i feel that way too yeah. uh angie owner of bindi's let's talk about you for a little bit how, first of all how did you connect with these two and let's give everybody a little bit of history of what you know <laughs> i know everybody knows they come to the forks like I said, I came here and you're busy. It seems like it's going to be dead in here, but you're busy. Let's give everybody a little bit of history of Bindi's as well. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful to be busy after this crazy year. And Got that right. We were closed for three months because of COVID. So that was hard to stay closed and tell my customers they can't have rotis right now. <laughs> they don't understand that. No. What? I'm at home and I want to eat. Yeah, but we um, were lucky enough to reopen in June. And thankful that we have been busy all throughout the summer. I'm kind of sad summer's ending because the uh, cold season is coming back to I us. Know. Don't <laughs> remind us. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's not talk about that. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> so, um, Shana and Natalia actually approached me when they were starting to put together the Caribbean Rum Festival here at the Forks and asked me to be a vendor. Everything was supposed to happen outside, so. They had so many great ideas going on, and I, of course, wanted to be a part of it. I wanted to showcase our products and our food, and um, there was a section to the Rum Festival that you were talking about where- Having the chefs. Yeah, Yeah. having chefs come outside and do a little tutorial, Mm -hmm. which tied in perfectly with what I just started doing for Bindi's, our Bindi's at Home IGTV videos. Yeah, I love those. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so um, everything, we were working our way right up to it, but then COVID, COVID hit. COVID. <laughs> so everything got put on hold, and I'm hoping that next year when the spring yeah, and summer yeah, yeah, come and around, stores. we can uh, start the process all over again. But it's going to be a great time. I think, uh, like they were saying, we need something like that in Winnipeg. We, um, I think the Caribbean community sometimes struggles to connect with each other. For sure. There's not enough events happening or enough people reaching out to each other to say, hey, you know, yeah. like, let's collaborate. Uh, let's For any reason. Together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it would be amazing to meet more Caribbean black owned businesses and be able to collaborate with them, work with them and see what we all have to offer each other. So definitely, that's how I ended up meeting these two lovely ladies, and uh, we just stayed in touch um, ever since then. I actually have them joining me this Sunday to film an IGTV video featuring my new um, seasoning that I put together. It's actually one of my dad's secrets 
that he keeps locked away, and I was. <laughs> you don't have to say what's in it. You just say it's available. Yeah. Right? Telling, Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling Kevin, I don't know why he's kept this locked away. It's such a great, you know, seasoning. It tastes so good, and I want to share it with how many ever people I could share it with. So I asked these two ladies to help me promote it and collaborate with me on the IGTV video, which we're going to film on Sunday. And we're going to work our way up to, to, the, festival. to yeah. the festival and yeah. actually to a little uh, smaller event that we want to put together before next yeah. year. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm at the Forks. I'm with Angie from Bindi's, Shana and Natalia from Jampeg. And before the break, we were talking about um, what we were leading in to talk about the event that you guys have coming up, the, the meet and mingle. Let's talk about that a bit. Um, so, like I was uh, going to mention, um, Jampeg and Bindi's are going to host an event where we want to showcase some of um, the food from Bindi's, but not only showcase food from Bindi's, showcase other business owners and their products, their talents, whatever they have to offer. Um, we just find that there's jump in any time we just find that there's there's help me out girls yeah. come on girls don't leave me hanging I know. so just to jump in so um one of the things that we wanted to showcase at the festival was um andrea hinted at it earlier where we would have like mixologists and chefs showcasing you know different ways that we can prepare meals using a caribbean infusion yeah so when andrea told us about this idea we thought it would be a good way for us to you know, showcase Bindi's, their new um, seasoning, as well as to bring on board some of the mixologists that we would have had at the festival. And just to have that meet and greet and mingling um, with the different businesses. Small business owners, locally sourced um, products and um, other Caribbean or black owned businesses. How important is that? How important is it for black owned businesses and not just black, but, you know, all cultures? to actually collaborate and know that each other exist. Very important. Uh -huh. I think that we need more of that here in Winnipeg. Yeah, I think to, um, in some instances, why reinvent the wheel, right? Bingo. If you can work together with someone else that does a uh, complementary product or offers a complementary service, or you know something that's not necessarily competing but then something that you can work together then i think the effort is much better right if people work together yeah. like there's no there's no i in a team so if you can work with like-minded individuals people that share um the same or similar views have a passion for whatever business it is that they're trying to push then i think the end result can only be good you know um i can't foresee any negative if you know we all share um like we're like-minded and have a passion for whatever business idea that we're trying to push then you know it should be like awesome <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no it makes sense 100 yeah. i like you um, <laughs> very good very good very good so when you three met and you had a conversation obviously you felt that there was a connection there and you all, and you were all like-minded obviously you two know each other yeah. you know now we've had a third one in the mix how has it gone between the three of you i think it's the relationship good. has been very smooth um you know, I'd approach, I think I approached you on Instagram at first. Yeah. Yeah. Sh <laughs> Shana is, she's like that. <laughs> Which is, uh, you know what? You know what? I'm just going to say something I right here, right here. Before, when I started doing this show, I remember the first thing I'm like, well, how do I get guests? And I'm like, 
social media. And I yeah, thought, exactly. I can't stalk people. On t- they don't know me. Yeah. And no, then I did it once, and now I've done it a thousand tool. times. And it's a powerful it's tool. It's a powerful tool. 100%. It's a powerful And like, you know how to use it properly. Yeah. Right. It's a powerful tool. Like, you yeah. don't want to be all creepy, like, yeah, I saw you last yeah. week <laughs> putting groceries in your car. <laughs> You know, but obviously, yeah, business wise, it's awesome. It was, right? Yeah, it was it was, um, you know, a mutual connection from day one. Um, we agreed to meet at Bindi's downstairs and I I was very nervous at first. I was Were like, you? I was because, I mean, I didn't know her. Yeah. So, you know, first time approaching. I remember I'm, that when Chana said she was going. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my God, Natalia, I'm going to meet her. No, what yeah. should I say? Which That's is kind of funny because she's just so approachable. She's I know, just so she, nice. like when I came and actually met her, I was like, ah. No worries. We were talking yeah, as if cool. we knew each other yeah. for years. And, you know, since then, it has been a very good relationship working with her, sharing different ideas. Yeah, we've been and able to bounce so yeah. many ideas off of each other. Um, like I was mentioning before, Jam Peg put on a little photo shoot for other business owners here at the Forks a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And that really led to us talking about the meet and mingle yep. because the rum festival had got put on hold. But we thought maybe we could do something a little bit smaller with those same business owners who were going to be featured at the Rum Festival. Hang on, what, what was a photo shoot about? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, we we were going to do a photo shoot for Jampeg, yep. um, but we saw the opportunity to expand that to include other business owners to come and get um, professional headshots done. What a great that idea because that's a lot. Yeah, good resource their, for them. Yeah, yeah. to use um, to promote their business yeah. on yeah. social media and just to have that professional image so that if they needed to use it for, you know, to promote their business. And we got a very good turnout yeah. from that. So that was good. And I think too that outside of social media is great, don't get me wrong, but I think that face-to-face meeting means a lot. Like, you know, right. there is nothing that replaces talking to someone face-to-face. Yeah. 100%. And that was like, I think we did achieve that too. Yes. And it was just a good vibe, you know, like we were right in this space, um, taking the photos, the persons were happy and we just got that opportunity to talk to people yeah. on yeah. a one-on-one basis you know so. i got to get other business owners their like business cards and i got to like start following them on instagram which yeah. is always great yes. because it is such a great tool to meet other people and yeah. to stay in touch to know what their businesses are about what they're promoting Even the struggles like what's your problems and if you have problems to reach out and, and solve them exactly. you know maybe like i said why reinvent the wheel exactly. you're trying to do something Maybe somebody's got the same issue and yeah. they're like, hey, you know what? Yeah. This is what I did. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. And one of the things that I realized even from doing that event is that, you know, people are open to collaborating. They, they want to collaborate. They just need someone to instigate. Right? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because even like when we were trying to find a photographer for it, you know, he was like, yeah, sure. I would love to, you know, he like we ended up paying less than what it would have cost because he wanted to showcase his business as well and that was a good opportunity for him too. that that's another bonus and right which there. Is, yeah. yeah which is kind of weird because i remember looking at his work and i'm like oh no he's not gonna do that right, <laughs> right. but the thing is like so said, great but he was so like he was so approachable and so really willing. approachable yeah. and that's that's the face to face right there exactly. instagram puts yeah. on this you you put on your instagram yeah. face yeah right you yeah. know you got your 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 business and that's what it is then you meet the person you're like Man, you're actually kind of nice. I thought you'd be snooty, <laughs> yeah, right? right? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. No, that's yeah. awesome, right? Okay, so we're going to take another break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about the meet and mingle still, and we're going to talk about, you know, bindies and stuff that you guys have coming up, okay? okay. And I have a few other personal questions I'm going to make you guys oh answer. My God. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> 
I'm with Angie from, from Bindi's, Shana, Shana and Natalia from Jampeg, and we're going to come back here on The Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Main Ingredient. I'm at the Forks. I'm with Angie from Bindi's, Shana and Natalia from Jampeg, and I want to talk to you about your names. Okay, so, you know, people always go, hey, Kevin, you know, your mom's born from Jamaica. How did you end up with, with such a, you know, straight-laced, almost Canadian name, Kevin Bergen? It's spelled B-U-R-G-I-N, which is German. And I don't even know. I have no, <laughs> no clue what to tell them. And then when I saw your names, I was quite happy because I'm like, man, I'm going to ask them, how does this happen? <laughs> Natalia, <laughs> Natalia <laughs> Petrikin. Is that how you say it? Yeah, that's correct. And that sounds Russian. It is. So Natalia is definitely Russian, and that was handed to me by my parents. Yep. I'm just assuming my mother liked it. So uh, <laughs> I like it too. So yep. I, I have no issues. Um, but um, for Petrikin, so I was, I'm married to Mr. Petrikin. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Um, um, so. Like, I'm not sure how, how that goes, but um, I can say his grandfather is yeah, white. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm thinking he's German, Russian, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. somewhere along there. But yeah, that's kind of how that happened. But my name, my, my, my maiden name is Hall. It's, it's Halls? Hall, H-A-L-L. Oh, okay, I yeah, got it, so, I got um, it. That came from my dad, of course. Does yeah. that sound more Jamaican? <laughs> yeah, sure, sure it does. Arsenio yeah. is your, your uncle or something. Yeah, <laughs> um, but like, you know, for me, like... Um, I think that mix is awesome, though. Having a Natalia Petrikin? Yes, I think it's awesome. Especially, it with, yeah, when it's attached to the person. It, again, it makes me think of... I want to ask right away. I'm going to start using my middle name then, because my middle name is Tamu, and that's African. Right. <laughs> so. You're going to really mess people up. It's going to be like, who's coming through that door right now? Yeah, but I feel like... I remember once I did a job interview, and um, I actually have my middle name as a tattoo on my ankle. Yep. And when I walked into the interview, he's like, Tamu. What does that mean? Of course, now I'm taken aback. This is a job interview. Why are you looking at my ankle? And why are you asking me about my, <laughs> my thankfully, I knew what it meant. Yeah. Um, so that was, you know, um, that was good. Yeah. So, but, you know. Um, nice icebreaker, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, they do that at that particular company. It's something yeah. that they do. I've actually done an interview for a job there. And they're like, oh, let's go over to the beach. And I'm like, for an interview at the beach? <laughs> but it was good. It yeah, was done. Good. It was a nice way to kind of, you know, make you get relaxed or, you know, so, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, you're not hiding either. Oh my god. <laughs> Shayna Goldborn? Yes. Like what's up with that? <laughs> I think I've heard I'm just trying to make myself feel better, obviously. I know, right? Um I think there's some Jewish element in there, but as to the history, I don't know. My both my parents are Jama from Jamaica. Um our mom is from St. Thomas. We're, we're going to invite them on and we're going to get down to it. We're going to find yeah, out what the deal is. You know the, what? The background. I think maybe like, you know, the Jamaican motto, it's out of many one people. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking it all it's started true. there, you know. That's true. <laughs> so many different we're people. Up. you got to go ask them, man. <laughs> sisters. You can't tell me. 100%. 100%. Okay, so the collaboration of you three, like I said, it hits uh, a lot of different elements for me that I've never covered, covered before. Um, one being three black women. Uh, putting on events together. How important do you think that is to represent, you know, black women as far as collaborating together successfully and putting on successful events for younger black women to know that they can do that too? Um, for me, I think that for me, it's very important because like outside of event planning, I'm in the IT industry. Mm -hmm. So 
that's that's where my degree that's my main focus um coming out of college which is a predominantly male discipline 100 percent. so as a female in that space you're always looked on as oh you should do the software manuals or yeah. do the presentations they the, the what's female what's considered female right. yeah. So, you know, it was always like a struggle of trying to prove yourself that you're more than behind the desk, pushing paper type of thing. How about I write the code for that software <laughs> and you present what I write? How about exactly, that? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it's a similar thing in the entertainment industry as well. Like most events are usually like of this magnitude are usually male dominated. Sure. So, you know, being able to, you know, put on a very well-structured, well-planned, well-thought-out event as a black female, which, you know, we're oftentimes underrated. You know, for me, that was a very important thing to show that we are capable of putting forth good quality mm-hmm. um, products anything and services. Good for, yeah, yeah, anything, yeah. Like, I think I share um, a similar view to Shana because I'm also in IT. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never met. Two black, I've never met a black woman in IT before. I'm in IT, dude. 100%. I've never met a black woman in IT. Never. Yes, I'm being serious. Yeah. That's what you said. I'm not too. As a matter of fact, and the stereotype doesn't only happen here. If I remember back when I went to university, yep. I was one of a handful of females that yep. were a part of that IT program. Mm-hmm. And I remember the engineering department was close by. And I remember one day, one of the students in engineering actually said, I didn't know you were in IT. I thought you were in business administration, which like at the time it was hilarious because you're younger. But as you get older, you realize how far back that stereotype is coming from mm-hmm. and how significant it is. Right. Right. Um, I when I started working here, I was the only full time female at my office. Mm-hmm. Um, suffice to say that has changed, but I'm still one of. <laughs> you know, but right. you know, it's, it's got to start somewhere. Yeah. And it has always been that struggle. Right. Um, not only in the working world, but also in the business world. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, being a black female is always like a struggle to get anything at all done. So like for us, it's almost like we're breaking that barrier, you know, breaking that stereotype that, you know, we too can do something of a big enough magnitude that will be successful, you know, so. 100% Angie, Bindi's also. So Bindi's was started by your dad, yeah. you know, so I'm sure everybody's, a lot of people are probably thinking, hey, well, where's Bindi? But now his exactly. daughter has taken it over and run this business, like, and taking it to another level. How was that for you? Um, I have to say that at the beginning, it was hard to push through. It was like, as, um, as a woman in this industry, it was difficult to be seen I actually rebranded the whole restaurant and I started like the social media to kind of put myself out there a little bit more. A lot of people were still coming to the restaurant asking, you know, where is Bindi? Are are these new owners? Um, Have you sold the restaurant? Thinking that uh, it hadn't stayed in our family. Just as um, a West Indian woman, you have to push so much harder to be seen and so much harder to get your products out there to have your voice heard so it is really important for the next generation to have something that they could be a part of and I think that's what we're all trying to create especially with now I am expecting my first one congratulations thank you I I feel that it's so much more important now to to get this going because 
I would like for my children to grow up with other West Indians, other black communities, and know what their culture is about, right. know where they're from, yeah. you know? I think when I was growing up, um, the older generation had a lot to give us in the sense that they had Caripeg going on in Winnipeg still. So that was nice for all communities to get together, to build costumes together. And, you know, we were all walking down Portage, like as if we were in Trinidad or Jamaica for Carnival. But now that that's not happening, we hardly have anything to give our kids other than Folklorama. Right. But Technology just, has connected and disconnected us at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And Folklorama is great, but we only have that, you know, for a short amount of time during the year and only it happens once a year. So I think that if we are able to bring more of what we can showcase for, for our communities, for ourselves, for our businesses, to the next generation, that is something that I'm really wanting to work on. And I think that these two ladies have started it. And that's why I love collaborating with them. <laughs> yeah, I, I love when you started off by saying, um, you know, obviously you're, you're, you're from a place, but and you're living somewhere else and you can bring a little bit of home to showcase here. Yeah. And it's not like I'm trying to, hey, this is the way things should be done. It's like, hey, let's just, I want to know yours. You know mine. Yeah. Where can we actually connect yeah. and uh, infuse? And you know what I mean. So I think that's a really good thing. Yeah. Um, in closing, let's uh, let's let's tell people how to get a hold of you guys. Jampeg, how did they get a hold of you? Okay, so um, so our socials, um, or let's start with email. So we're at um, info at jampeg.ca, mm -hmm. or our website is www.jampeg.ca. Mm -hmm. uh, IG is jampeg jampeg.ent. And Facebook, Jampeg ENT. Let's talk about Bindi's. How do people get a hold of Bindi's? And did we talk about your Calypso Spice? I think we touched base on it. But I want to know. It's sitting here and this one's mine. Um, <laughs> let's, let's talk about, uh, you know, let's talk about the product and how they get it. And then we'll finish off with your, how people get a hold of you, period. Uh, so uh, Bindi's has uh, a few products that we've started putting out more often. Our signature curry powder our uh, house-made hot sauce and now we are starting to feature our, our calypso seasoning which is a blend of special spices my <laughs> secret very special, <laughs> special <laughs> um, but it's great I was telling you guys earlier that my dad had mixed this seasoning and he's had it hiding in his cupboard at home and I don't know why because it's so great mm -hmm. and I want to share it with everyone and bring more flavors of what, um, you know, something my dad started, something that I love and I love to continue doing. I want to share that with everyone in Winnipeg. So we have those products that we are featuring and you can always find that down at the Forks here at Bindi's. Okay, let's get your contact info so people, they know where they can come and buy these products and how they get a hold of you. You can always um, go onto our website at www.bindiescaribbean.com. We have a little um, section on our website where you can place an order and it will directly come into Bindi's and um, that's an easy way to contact us. Or you could find us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's uh, Bindi's Caribbean Delights. And um, if you like to be old school, you could also email us. <laughs> yeah, old school, I love that. Old school email. 
Bindi's Caribbean Delights at gmail.com. Or actually write a letter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not a lot of people like to phone anymore, but we still have a phone number available. Yep. <laughs> 204-942-8409. Awesome. You know, it was really nice meeting you guys. Same nice you know, I appreciate it. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having us. It was nice to be back. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. We'll be back with the last segment of The Main Ingredient with the Winnipeg Supper Club. This is 680 CJOB.